What's going on? What you up to, Trev? Just sitting here, Disoriented Dads, episode number one. Episode one, cut one. If you're just now hearing me and Trevor for the first time or learning who we are, uh, stay with us, man. It'll get good. You'll get a laugh out of it. Hopefully. All 127 followers we have now. Hey, Building some, some hype. I got on Instagram earlier, saw we had 127 followers, called my boss, cussed him out. Said, bye. I won't be there tomorrow. Said, bye, dude. It ain't worth it. The anticipation of us making $33 ain't got me wanting to come in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did we make 66 or are we just splitting that 33 well, being that you did all the legwork on the computer stuff, I'm just asking for a measly three bucks so I can get a can of Grizzly, but still have to put some money with it. I put in more time and effort into podcasting school than I did any other school that I ever attended. So for those of you who don't know, Trevor just graduated from podcast school. He I haven't graduated from- yet. It's, it's on the way. My certificate's well, he- on the way. So he drank a couple beers and watched some YouTube videos and you know, he's identifying as a podcast graduate. I mean, I feel like YouTube, you don't even have to go to college anymore. If it's not on YouTube, it cannot be done. I've been working on single edge and Cessnas on the side now, just off YouTube videos. No one's crashed yet. Not a single person. I'm telling you, that's how I've, any question that you have, if it's not on YouTube, then you might as well just burn it down because it's not possible. Oh, no. If there's not a video, shit's impossible. What I don't even, uh, it's a old Athens local, old uh, Tropicalia. Customary disoriented dad's conversation. <laughs> Got to have a drink. That Sunday afternoon brew. I got that uh, heavy crown vanilla, splash of Sprite, splash of lime. Is that your signature? Yeah, we call them key lime pies around here. Well, you made it up, didn't you? Not really. Mm. I, saw, I saw it on TikTok. But don't saw, it on you, saw it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> saw that shit on TikTok. <laughs> Dude, as, wow. a, as a father, let me touch on this TikTok thing now that we brought it up. As a father... I was unaware how addicting TikTok would be. So I was like against it, against it, against it forever. And then finally I was working a shutdown. I was like, I'm going to download it, see what it's about. Dude, what? I'm just glad that I've, I've made it this far without downloading TikTok. Don't do it. No, that's what I'm saying. I just don't feel like I need that in my I life. I can't quit. I can't quit scrolling. You don't even that's, have to that's search what I'm saying. anything. It's just there. One after the other. I mean, I've seen it. I've been on it, but not on my phone. I mean, one minute you're making an onion crab ball, dude. And the next minute, you're doing the fucking <laughs> jive. <laughs> how long are they? Uh, it, Is there a time limit? So it depends how many followers you have from what I've seen. Like, at first, you're only allowed 15 seconds, and then I think 30 seconds, and then when you're the shit, like when you are TikTok, you get a minute. 
So out of our, like how much time would we get out of our 127 followers on Instagram at disoriented dads? How many seconds do you think we get? No one else has reached the level we'd be at. We'd have 10 minutes. Maybe as long as this podcast is, honestly. So I was going to talk to you and let you touch on this. Um, Lots been going on this weekend. Uh, Just took the fam up to Maggie Valley, see some snow. You know, little man wanted to do all that. But everybody's been screaming like, you better have food. You better da-da-da. How do you feel about all that as an expecting father, you know, protecting your nest? And, like, how much are you preparing? You got canned food? Got a couple cans of green beans. I think we can make it a month, month and a half, honestly. That's your legitimate, like, with what you have in your house, say your wife comes home right now and it's shut down 30 days. Is there enough shit in your house? Oh, absolutely not. Do you? 30 days. Do you have 30 days worth of shit in your house? Bro, let me explain something to you. I looked in our pantry when we got home from the mountains today to check. We each get three raviolis, and I ain't talking whole cans. For three a day, you're saying? No, we get three ravioli squares. No, that's what I'm saying, out of a can. So how long is a can going to? I think we can do a can a day. We got six cans. We have two. Chicken noodle soup and stars. We got a can of red beans and rice, and we got some freezer burnt ass broccoli. Like, we're gonna have to go back to college and eat ice soup. It's just water and ice. I don't think you will sustain, but I don't think you're really gonna need. I mean, you got anything in the freezer? I got a whole lot of crappy. See, there you go. And you have a yeah, lake I, right next to you. Yeah, but is my kid going to get iodine poisoning? What's it called? Mercury poisoning. Mercury? Iodine. <laughs> Are we going to end up with mercury poisoning from eating crappy for a month every day? I don't know. You could. Well, he's going to die if he doesn't eat, so you might as well risk it. The good thing is, like, so we have two dogs, and if you're into, like, fatty, tasteful meat, we have a dog for that. And if you're into lean, like, no marbling kind of deal, we got a dog for that, too. So you got a fit dog, and then he just got one. It's a big piece of shit. Exactly. There you go. He's old. I don't know if he's a piece of shit. He's old. He's tired. He's wore out, dude. Appreciate that. What? Appreciate the moose knuckle shot right there on the old Zoom call. Oh, me? So the closer you get to your screen, the better it lights. Well, I got these big windows behind me, and I I don't like sitting in the dark. It's like a pet peeve of mine that people that they'll just be home all day long and just sit in, in the, the dark, dark and watch TV with no light. I've got to have some light. If it's daytime, it's got to be it's got to be light. I need vitamin D, son. I don't like sitting in the dark in general, even at when it's night. 
I don't like, have a light on. I don't like sitting. I don't either. I'll go outside and sit by a fire that I'm putting shit in. Yeah, but you feel like you're doing something then. I can't just sit at the house all day. There's no way. No, no, sir. So I just want to put a little shout out there that it's Sunday and we pumped out a what are your dad's cooking today? And apparently there ain't a damn dad around cooking nothing. Nothing on the smoker today. I don't know. I was highly disappointed. I thought we'd get some feedback on that. Like, what are y'all doing? Probably just sit in the dark. Ain't no way. Ain't no dads I know just sitting in the dark. I know a few. Really? Yeah. Personality choice, I think. Cannot roll like that. Are you cooking today? As much shit as I just talked, I'll be honest with you, no. So we got back from the mountains, and now I'm having a little convo with you. Well, that's then, excusable, I guess, since y'all were just out of town. Nobody cooks when they come back into town. Yeah, now I'm working. Yeah. And then I'm going to take my whole family to the grocery store after this, so it'll be like a it's like a practice run of The Walking Dead. We're going to see if we can go survive the grocery store all together. Do y'all usually not do that? Absolutely not. My kid's not even here yet, and me and my wife don't go to the grocery store together. I'm going to tell you now. Right now, it's possible, maybe not, but it's possible that you're like, yeah, babe, go to the grocery store, get the stuff. Pretty soon, going to the grocery store is going to be a damn break. You can be like, hey, yo, you know what? You look tired. You and the kids stay here. I'm going to go to the grocery store for us. I could see where that would be. Like, I'm going to sneak out of the house for a while. Yeah, you'll be. And it looks like you're being productive and not a raggedy piece of shit. Do you hit up a bar for two beers on the way to the grocery store? Two beers. 35 minutes in and out. Hit the grocery store because I'm quick when I go to the grocery store. I know what I'm getting. I know where it's at. I'm in and out 15 minutes. It doesn't matter if it's two things or 10. I think that depends on your geographic location. Well, uh, we live in the city. So there, the Publix is a mile away. And there's, I mean, there's three bars between here. There's three bars and two Mexican restaurants between here and the grocery store. No, because I'm in East Bumble. Yeah. It's a little different out there. 15 minutes to Ingles, and let me think what I pass. Going to Ingles, I could stop at a Mexican restaurant and have a cerveza, but then I'm going to have a cerveza. Like, you know that Luke Combs song, like, one too many? Oh, you're just, you're going to be at the Mexican restaurant for three hours. I'm that dad, man. You give me one, I'm ready for two, I'm ready for four. I'm ready to burn an old couch. I'm line dancing. Next thing you know, it's getting heated. It's getting heated because anybody listening to this that knows me knows that I have a problem getting too fired up. Even when you get fired up. I mean, you're drunk after three, but you'll drink 30. That's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. Prime I mean, example is any holiday 
that you would normally relate to the lake because now we have a pontoon boat so we go out and i got a buddy that doesn't drink um we won't get into any more of that but he doesn't drink so he drives the pontoon so your pontoon my pontoon we take his family out my family some other friends and it ends up like I usually end up getting home that night and I get a little speech about how I need to apologize to the rest of our guests that were with us. Does anybody else get that talk? Yeah, I think it's just you. You've never got that talk? Not really. Like, you're a little drunk tonight. You may want to shoot so-and-so a text tomorrow. Like, hey, my bad. No, but I'm usually like pretty good about being aware of what I'm doing? Not me, sir. Like, and I'm not tearing shit up. Like, don't take it like. Well, it's your boat, so it wouldn't matter if you were. Well, I mean, just anywhere, man. Like your wedding, for example. I was at your wedding. I had a fair amount to drink, and I didn't tear anything up. I just I get a little louder. My jokes get a little, or my 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 conversation gets a little looser. I think it just depends on who you're around to because you don't notice if you were also drunk, how other people are acting. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so if like you're with somebody and you get super hammered and they're not, they pick up on everything you do. But if they tied one on too, like all in the clear, because no one really realizes it. And see both of us, like all of our friends kind of know, like, yeah, if we invite them boys to this cookout or to this whatever. It's probably going to be a little rowdy. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fired up. Here's the catch. On these particular boating adventures, I'm talking about my kids there and my wife. So what is a fair amount to consume or what level to get to when you're in that situation? Are you driving? Absolutely not. Is not. your wife sober? Um. So let me back up. Our boat ramp is right here at the house. There's no driving in between. We have a sober driver. She is having some beverages, but I would say nothing past a small buzz, like a couple beers. Right. Meanwhile, I'm in the back funneling Miller Lights, listening to Kid Rock. Classic. I mean, come on. He doesn't. If, if some, if He does not age. He's looked like a booze bag since day one, and that's how he's going to go out. I've noticed as long as he's grown his hair, it never gets thicker. Is that just like a trailer park deal? Yeah, I think that's just a hand he dealt. Like, he's just got some thin hair, brother. I don't think there's, but you've never met a motherfucker quite like him. Hey, I can look back in my life and say I have not. <laughs> I know some boys, though. I met a guy once told me that he had a sport bike. It was a R6, and that was all the speed he needed. Dude, I, I think I know who you're talking about, and he would also sit in a deer stand 20 degrees outside with no shirt on because he does not get cold. He said it. He said it. I have a feeling that 
to this day, I have mutual people that know him. He may hear this. Shout out. No shirt deer stand guy. I I don't remember his name. I just remember him being at that one college party. And he was, for some reason, really enjoyed our company. He was just really happy to be there. Dude, it's hard not to. I mean, look at us. If I had to take a list of one side is people who have had a good time with us and a list of people who have not had a good time with us. That guy's at the top of the, I had a great, that's probably the best night he's ever had. And it was just a Tuesday night playing beer pong <laughs> with, with, with 75 people. <laughs> just ripping cigs in an apartment complex down in Athens, man. That's That has a strict no smoking inside policy. I just, what do you think that guy does now? Where do you think he is? Prison? I know, no, I know where he works. I know what he oh. does. I just picture him driving around, like, listening to, like, Colt Ford. Like, no, with his down. Actually, he's a, he works the same craft you do, I think. I think he's a welder. Really? Yeah. Well, now I'm a podcaster. <coughs> Woo. Woo. That old crown's warming the old veins, son. Yeah, now I mean we're podcasters now. We can we're both tradesmen. Hey. So I've been thinking about the whole guest thing. And uh I have one specific person that comes to mind that is a father at this point in our lives. And I'm gonna throw a quote out there so you don't have to say his name until we like confirm with him, you know what I'm saying? Are you ready for my quote so that you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Your eyes are like spaghetti sauce, son. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to reach out to him this week and see about getting him on the show maybe next week. Me and him are not fans of each other. Really? Well, we are, but we surround each other up. All the time. This will make the show even more interesting. I say we do it. That's our first. So that's, you, who, we, that's who you want to go with with number number one, dude. We take somebody who is now a father, a who has been a father for a while, a fantastic husband, from someone who stabbed a guy with a beer bottle at his bachelor party. He didn't stab him. He, he just cut, hit him and cut him, cut his that, arm. That guy had it coming. And then he got his arm cut and ended up did not get arrested because he had to go to the hospital. I knew it was going to happen the day of. We cracked the first beer and I said, he's getting in trouble tonight. <laughs> he's like the real life Frank the Tank, though. The Frank the Tank. I'm going to reach out and see if the real life Frank the Tank will get on the podcast. So that's going to be episode two. Let's do it. How are we going to do it? We're on the free by well, listening. Me and Blake live about a hundred miles away from each other. So we have to do these podcasts through, through the zoom. Shout out zoom. Everybody buy some stock. Run it, it, up. Wor- it works out pretty well, but um, I don't know how the quality is going to turn out. I think it's going to be fine. I think it'll be good, man. Everything sounds good. You know, we, 
we went out and we said we're going to do this and we dropped man i, I don't want to tell y'all because i don't sound like i'm money bags but we dropped a hundred bucks on equipment for this you spent a hundred yeah damn i only spent 80 that was only 80 yeah what did you have a coupon i don't know i guess the price drop. you gotta watch amazon this price drop sometimes I'll be honest with you. I was stretching it. I really spent 120 You must have had a coupon. A coupon? A coupon. No, I don't I don't think it was. I think it was $87. Hmm. It looks so, like, it looks like it was 500 though. I have not told you this yet. I'm gonna drop a bomb right here that we are looking for a photographer. Me and Trevor are going to have a disoriented dad's photo shoot, strictly dressed out of shit from Goodwill. We're doing that? We're doing that. I can't wait. I'll come to your house. Do you know anybody in your hood with a push mower we can model around? Oh, yeah. My wife's dad's got a real nice one. I don't have a yard, so I don't need one. Fantastic. That's one thing that like I'm really looking forward to. It's because we're obviously still in the townhouse. Cannot, yeah, on, wa- cannot wait for a yard. On the house hunt, though, correct? Just keep getting beat out. We are Just, looking, actively looking. Dude, it's a tough market. Never seen anything like it. Hear that? I'm getting but, low. Do you think if I scream, Heather? I almost said her name. Whoops. Wife! I'm getting I could, empty. I, I, I could always hit hit pause and take a break. I'm not going to. If you need a break. but Dude, I'm not fixing to scream my wife's name to fill my cup up. Do you think I want to get my jaw smoked this evening on this I, beautiful? I, I, I wouldn't. Even though this is a radio show, so you don't really need, you don't get to look that good anyway. On this beautiful January 10th, do you think I feel like getting my lip bloodied? Today the 10th? Dude, this year's already burning by. We're 10 days in. Burning by? I got a birthday coming up. The the president-elect doesn't know what day it is. Yeah, your it's birthday's my, in what? A couple of weeks? The Yeah, inauguration day. What? What? New president every four years. What's the plan? What you doing for your B-Day? Uh, probably going to work. Um, that dad ass answer right there, son. I mean, what are you doing on your birthday? Providing. Just going to work. Oh, well, our listeners, I mean, unless they know me, they don't know that. It's the show is disoriented dads. You have a child. I have a kid on the way. Yes. My wife is currently pregnant. And I think we're going to do like a little, uh, I think we should do some kind of contest. Um, it's obviously, it's going to be, I'll get, no, cause we're going to announce that. I'm not one of those people that can just like, I'm not going to find out. Like I have to find out. And I know that we will probably post my anxiety is way too bad to not know. I didn't know if we could run like a week where you guess the sex and we stop. Well, no, we could, we could do that. For some but it's 50 for some, 50, that, 50. It's too easy. I'm thinking we go the the date that it's actual birthday. burn. We go wait for another one and length 
Price is right rules. Can't go over. Is is girth in there? Because you had weight length, and I didn't know if girth was going to be on there. I don't know if it's a boy or not. They, me- I'm talking about they measure head circumference. I had no idea. This was my first time. I've- I had no idea they did that. Oh, so here's a curveball. To I've never to- heard girth in another, like it's you- not I- you- used in another form. I guess <laughs> <laughs> per-, per usual, this is me being a dumbass. Um, so you know how they predict like the weight of your baby? I didn't know they did that either. Yeah, they'll tell you like, oh, he's measuring at this. He's measuring, or she is measuring at this. They're measuring the head. So they measured my kid's head, and they're like, he's going to be 10 pounds. He was like, oh, I'm about, to, I'm about to shoot myself right here in the foot. Between seven and eight pounds, this is mom information. Dads don't know this information. Well, and I don't get to go to the, to the appointments. So I've, been, gotta... I've been kicked out. So I just get the... Whatever my wife tells me, that's what the information I have on hand. Thanks, COVID. I sit in the parking deck, and I wish there was, like, you know, a group of dads there that were also sitting in the parking lot. Yeah, where we would just, like, drink beers together. It's like, what are you doing, waiting on my wife? What are you doing, waiting on my wife? The women come out of the pap smear, and y'all got a Traeger rolling in the parking garage. I'll be done in a minute, hon. Go ahead. Go ahead and start the car. <laughs> Three, two, one method on these ribs. No, it's not so bad. I think I get to go to the next one. I think it's like every third. So I just sent a text to our potential first guest, who is a straight legend, Hammer Time. In the uh, our hangout world slash 180 degrees dad mode, and I said, "I need you," <laughs> like I'm drowning in a lake with no life jacket. And he said, "What's up, Snake?" That's my nickname from back in the day. And I just told him we'd like you to be our first guest on the podcast. Does he know we're doing this? Um, I know that his significant other does because she reacted to some of our, um, uh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. She reacted to some of our stuff on Instagram. So we're, we're currently working on getting some merch pumped out, some t-shirts. We got a few different designs, a couple uh, of ideas, a couple in the works. We got a couple of t-shirts that you would not necessarily wear to Thanksgiving. You could. I mean, I would, you would, but everyone might not. No, we have a few that are, you know, mild. And then we have another idea that is mild, you know, just just a little dad flex, like, you know, my yard looks good. I do this. Yeah. Could you – so we had a talk last week on the phone. You were telling me that you were having a bunch of anxiety – from life or whatever, do you feel like a lot of that stems from being an expecting father and not knowing what to expect? I don't think all of it. I mean, I'm just an anxious person to begin with, I think. I think that adds to it. But I don't think I don't think it would be natural if it didn't. Oh no, if you weren't worried, it would be concerning. 
Can you imagine? You're just like about to have a kid, like. But I know people like that too. Yeah. About to have a kid. I'm gonna go to the depot with the boys. Hey, can't, can't wait to see my kid. Every other weekend. Yeah. <laughs> also, what y'all doing tonight? Mom's mom's <laughs> mom's watching the kid. <laughs> my mom's got the kid. It's my weekend. <laughs> so, what's your biggest concern? Like, what are your fears? I might have to get back to that. I don't know yet because I'm just like it's very. It's not really that new. I mean, we have till July, and you don't have any concerns. No, I got a lot of concerns just off the top of my head. It's just kind of, I don't know. I did you ever like, like throughout the like the last I don't know ten years? Did you ever like think about you were going to be a dad one day? Um, this is a hard question for me, man, because uh, that's what I'm saying. I've never really put that much thought into it. And now it's obviously when I got married, I knew I was probably, you know, going to wind up with a kid, but well, here, here's... now that it's happening, it's kind of like, I don't want to say surreal, but at the same time, it's like, here we go. Well, my mind was blown just from the fact that I convinced my wife to marry me number one it's true but we didn't want kids forever man we always said we didn't want kids we didn't want kids and i'll be honest with you i've never admitted this so anybody listening here's a little bomb i think i always wanted kids deep down but i was okay enough with it that i was like going along with her you know what i mean see that's where i'm at i i think i've something about me has always wanted a kid Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessarily what it was, but now that it's happening, it's kind of like all those thoughts from the past, however long, of like, mm-hmm. all right, kids coming. What are we going to do? Not that we're in a bad spot, but it's just like we got to. Don't overthink it. You, it, it. It just turns into another day, man. Right. You'll think about it and you'll be like, I don't know what it was like, or I don't know what the hell we were doing without a kid. What did we do all day? Right. What was your day like before? Yeah. Like, what did you do today? Give me your rundown of your day today, and then I'm going to give you a rundown of mine from the time I woke up this morning. Um, I'm not going to tell you what time I actually woke up. Is it, is it embarrassing? Like 1030. I'm a, nat- I'm a natural waker upper at, at this point. I, so. I am too. Like, I I mean, I wake up every morning at 637. Because I just kind of stroll to the shop around 8. Yeah. Um, But it's not like somebody's going to tell me. Like, they're not going to call me at 815 ask me where you're at. Right. Um, so this morning I slept to like. I got up about 10.30, watched a couple of things on Netflix, went to the, went up to the shop for a couple hours around 12.30 to 3-ish. Mm-hmm. I got home. And then my wife's up. Now she's at Target. And that's been my day so far. Right. 
Do you want me to start? Do you want to run down or do you not? I thought y'all were driving. Did y'all not drive back today or y'all came home yesterday? Yeah, but do you understand what happened before I drove back? This morning. Let me give you this quick rundown. I woke up somewhere in the hour of 7 o'clock. Kiddo wife still sleeping. I get up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put my clothes on. I went out in the living room of the cabin, picked up a little bit, drank a bottle of water like I do every morning. Then I put a dip in like I do every morning. That's my morning ritual. Waited around till the hour of eight something. Text my wife. Hey, y'all need to get up. Because I know not to like abruptly wake her up because that's like pinching a lion's balls. Poking the bear. Yeah. So they get up. Okay. This is when you get dadded. This is that's what I'm gonna start calling it. You get dadded. So we go on vacation, had a had a killer time, dude. Kid loved the snow. We sledded, we snowball fight, all that. But anyway, this morning I got dadded. And getting dadded means I had to load the truck. Make sure everybody was moving along. Actually, I don't even want to say it now because this sounds so simple. I sound like I'm being a crybaby. But when you go somewhere with your family as a father, you load the truck, you unload the truck, you make sure everything's safe. You check this, you check that. You load the truck back up. You get you get everybody to dinner. You get everybody back from dinner. If your wife can't make a decision on something, she looks at you to think, what's the best decision right here? And it's all on you. So when no. you make that when you make that decision, it better be the fucking right one. And that never goes away. My Should wife's be- my wife's I mean, her dad is now turned grandfather. I mean, we're both he's right. not old, mid fifties. Mm-hmm. And we take my truck to the beach every year. Because mm-hmm. I got the bed, we load it down, everything. He likes to take his convertible down there. So we load everything in my truck. But guess who loads that truck? Even though it's my truck. He, he goes, does. He goes. no, I know how to do it. Like, this is, because it has he, to go right here. He's already, in his head, he's already knows what he has, how much square footage we got. And everything has to go there. a certain way every he's time. Been- He's done it. He's been there. And that'll be passed down to you. Prime example, you, you, we get to the pancake house this morning, and I can see through the window that the waiting area Was is it packed. The international or no. just the regular no. pancake house? 1966 Joey's Pancake House, Maggie Valley, shout out. Phenomenal. Um, so I see that the lobby is packed, and I look at my wife. You know, we got to drive home. We're trying to get on the road, and uh we look at each other. And she's like, "You want to just go somewhere else?" And I'm like, "Are you asking me, or are you and saying that I'm? Are you insinuating that I'm rushing us? You know what I mean? So I got to make a decision right here, a quick decision, or else I'm doomed for the day. You know what I mean? So I started the parking lot twice, like any dad would do, looking for a good parking spot. Tell her to run in, get us a little beeper, and we'll wait. But what if what if I said, yeah, let's eat here, and it ended up taking an hour and a half? 
Or what if I said, no, let's grab something else, and there was nothing else on the trip home? Yeah, then you got to pick. Uh, then you got to play the game of what do you want? Like, what sounds good? Dude. It was all on me, and nobody get no woman gets that. It sounds so petty, but it's not. Because I got to make sure I pick something the kid will eat, too. Right. Or else they don't eat. We're two hours in the road trip, and I hear, I'm hungry. I want a snack. Then what do you do? You just whip out those three raviolis and hand them to them, I guess. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Have we talked since I got my new truck? Mm-mm. Uh, have we? Have we? Have we made any content? No, but it's only been a week too. Oh yeah, you're right. <clears throat> so, ladies out there, ladies listening, is this a public service announcement? This is a public service announcement. When your man, specifically your blue collar, knowledgeable in trade material man, buys a new truck, a nice truck that he finally feels like he deserves, two days into it, do not borrow that truck while he's at work and let your child play with Play-Doh in it. That'd be just like a swift kick in the nuts. Dude, I got home. I didn't know about it. I got home and I was like, hey, me and the kid are going to run a tractor supply. I need to get some dad shit, right? There's nothing more dad than going to tractor supply. I feel like you're on the way to tractor supply every time I talk to you, though. How many days a week would you say you go to tractor supply? If I average it out, I'm going to say two. Do they say, hey, Blake, when you walk in the door? I don't know. I feel like they have a high turnover. Like it's always somebody new in there. Employee wise, yeah, but I'm wondering if am I too loud? No, you sound good. I'm wondering if pretty soon, instead of asking me, Am I a rewards member? if they'll just type my phone number in for me without even asking. Oh, uh, you're gonna get to that point where they already know your, your info. So what I was saying was, so I come in the house. I'm like, hey, me and the kids are going to run a tractor supply. All right, cool. I get him. I go out to his car seat. I open my back truck door, and there's this press that presses Play-Doh cookies out and Play-Doh everywhere. Like stuck in your carpet and stepped on or just Luck- all over the place? Luckily, shout out WeatherTech. I got some good mats, so it was a little bit in this leather on the seats, and a little bit in the weather tech. So I go inside and I was a little heated and I apologize for what I said now, but I went in, my wife was, I don't know what she was doing. I looked at her and she looked at me and I said, have you lost your fucking mind? And she's like, what? I was like, we don't play a Play-Doh in the truck. It's not that big of a deal. That's what she tells me. I didn't notice he had it. Until I put him in his car seat and we're driving down the road. Trevor. See, I wasn't allowed, even like in my childhood, my mom despised Play-Doh because it made a mess. So I pretty much had like a Play-Doh-less childhood. 
Dude, if I, the little bit I hung with my dad when I was a kid, which is a whole story for another time. We'll save that for like episode. Way, way deep. 50. If you touched his truck, he'd have the kids out there lining their handprint up to see who was getting an ass whooping. (laughs) And in the 90s, trucks didn't cost, what, 20 grand maybe? 25 grand? No, I feel like you could, back in like the early 90s, you could get a baseline truck for 12, 13,000. We're talking like 99, 2000. You were under 30 grand for sure. Uh, Cummins dually extended. Uh, I don't know about, I don't know about a big old diesel truck, but you were still probably Bro. pushing that. It wasn't a $70,000 truck. No, you're under 30. Easy. Okay. I did not pay new price because my truck is two years old. I bought it slightly used. But the truck I bought new, like 75, 80,000, and we're playing with a damn cookie press of Play-Doh in it? Come on, man. What kind of cookie was it? Because this could be a game changer. If he was whipping up some good shit, may not be that mad about it. But if it was like blue with like red dots, I wouldn't like it. It was yellow and blue swirl, and it was pumped out in the shape of strawberries. That sounds pretty cool, though. I mean, it is cool. I play with it on the reg with him, but... Can I give you a quick update? There's a, there's a place and time for it. Can I give you a quick update on our potential first guest? Yeah, for sure. So, so we talked back and forth a little bit through text, and I said, are you down? Absolutely, when are you wanting to do it? He says he can get Zoom, no big deal. I asked him what his availability was on weekday afternoons. Because we got to – the way this works is we got to record. Trevor's got to – critique anything that needs critiquing and then we pump it out i mean that's a week's worth of time there so i asked him his availability here's what he hits me with i'm good any night probably 7 30 is best by the time i get home do dinner bath and bed it's right at 7 30 i said because that's the most dad shit i've ever heard he sounds perfect for the show right <clears throat> what weekday would work best for you to do this interview me? Yeah. I'm pretty wide open. I'm, I'm at home about 4.35, 6 every day. So... Probably, we could do it on a on a night where the wife is still at the hospital. Okay. So Not that 30. she's at the hospital a lot. She is a an RN. Yeah. Um, it's not like I just leave her up at the hospital. One of the nights my wife's in a padded room, we could probably... That'd be <laughs> uh so thursday morning i'm headed to arkansas with your brother-in-law so how do you feel about tuesday does the wife work tuesday she does i'm pretty sure tuesday work 7 30 yeah hopefully though i can get this episode out before tuesday though either way we got to have more downloaded content for the next week right i think i could get it out i'm doing my teacher says I'm doing really well and I'm showing a lot of progress. Dude, have you gotten student of the month yet? Uh, I'm, I've been student of the week. It's a, like, it's a weekly program. It's not Did a, you, have you gotten a starburst at the end of any particular curricular activity where you answered the most questions? I had to buy it, but I still feel like it's about the same. I didn't get starburst. I went um, a whole pack of 
Sour Patch Kids. Not a fan. Really? No. Why? It's I the like best the, candy there is. Oh my god, no. I like the sour, but I don't like the sweet. See, I don't get that. Hey, earlier this week, we put out a question that said, how many dads have never changed a diaper? And we had a couple of people reach out and say that they had not changed a diaper until their kid was born. I, yeah, I never have. But I know a guy who, if he's listening to this, he'll know that I'm speaking directly to him that has a college student and a, I don't know, early high school student, child, age, that never changed a diaper, a poop diaper, maybe a pee. He never changed a poop diaper. His whole father career? Yeah. Shout out to his wife, I guess, for letting him get away with it. Or shout out to him for working that angle to where he got away with it. That I shit mean, don't that don't fly in my house, cuz. You gotta think of like how many times that kid shits versus how many kids does he have? Two. Two. And you can count on a normal day is twice a day. Like once they're a toddler, as a small baby, you're talking about three or four times a day. I'd like to shake his hand. He's a legend. Anybody listening to this that knows who I'm talking about knows that Cuz is a legend. I think we're at a good break point. Sounds like you need a refill. Let's do a refill and a pee we're about We're about 45 minutes in, I think. Okay. So we'll just – I'm going to keep the recording going. I'm just going to edit all this out. Is I'll play, easy, I'll play is that a, easier to do? Yeah, I'll play, yeah, I'm getting pretty good at that. But yeah, we'll take a break and then I'll play a song throughout this. And we got a date at six thirty at seven thirty Tuesday. Sounds good. I'm gonna go piss and refuel, and I got about another thirty minutes. So we got uh, yeah, I I've got to the point where I can cut it and cut a section out. Yeah. So I'll just cut that out. It was easier than just like having two different recordings. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So I just had it stay in recording. All right, so we got a date, 7.30 Tuesday, first guest. Hold on, we got to bring the guest the guest back in, like from break. Oh. Because it's not just about me and you, Blake. We have people out there. People listening, um, we're back from break, you know, had to uh, – Refill on some Sunday refreshments. Had to refill on some disorientation. Had to uh, get rid of some disorientation. That just sounds weird. Also, had to have a quick convo with the wife about where we were at and how much longer this was going to be, you know. That's why I decided to wait until she went to Target. Yeah, well, that'll change soon. Just give it time. Yeah, I still got till July. So, anyways, we are on. Ooh, July. That's nearing. That is nearing. It's a. It's only January, but it's already the tenth. Let's think about it that way. It's coming up. 
but we have um, contacted our first guest. Uh, I got to figure have- out the as a. Am I the producer? I'm the producer, right? For sure. I'm nobody. I'm just. I just talk. I think they call that the talent. Well, I also market because I have now pumped out three ads on Instagram, and one of them got denied for having alcohol in it. And I appealed it because it is not alcohol, it is root beer. I guess because it says the word beer on it. I don't know. I don't know. So so I talked to him. He's good. 7.30 Tuesday. We're going to have a conversation with... Uh, right now, we'll stick with calling him the, the real Frank the Tank. I, I just got to figure out... Maybe that's the next class I take on how to get him on here. You just invite him the same way through his email. That's true. I guess he doesn't have to have the... setups that we have. No, he doesn't have to have this $10,000 microphone made of pure gold. With my headphones that would put Dr. Dre to shame. Yeah, those are actually some prototypes that we let Dr. Dre borrow to see what he was going to produce on a cheaper level for the people. Dude, I used to have some beats. I'm not going to lie. They're some pretty good headphones. You remember about 35 minutes ago, I told you I was going to the grocery store with my wife and kid after this. Right. It's going to be interesting because I have worked up a heavy buzz. I just had to tell her, like, you're going to have to drive to the grocery store. Just hang your kids and Play-Doh and y'all ride out. Just right there in the truck. (laughs) Hell with it. (laughs) I roll out a little snake right here on the console. Like, Was he, like, really happy with his creation, though? Always. That's what you got to know about two- and three-year-olds. He's about to be three, so I don't know how to justify what age I tell you he is. At least you don't say months. My kid is... I ain't about that. 34 and a half months old. After we hit one year, I wasn't about it no more. Well, there's no point. But anything he does, it's a celebration, dude. We built a fire out back earlier. He threw a stick in it, and we got two fists in the air. I did it. I did it. That's what I'm talking about. You're damn right you've done it, son. Let's drink a beer. He's on the damn thing, though, and he snitched on me the other day. For cussing? So... A while back, we talked about it. I said, damn mess. Then he said, damn mess. Then I had to explain to him that we don't say damn, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that didn't – that was on one of our trial runs of the podcast, but they they get it. He picked up damn from me. We told him he can't say that. I'm at work. He says, damn again. My wife digs in his ass, puts him on timeout, whatever. Um, So he gets the point now, right? A couple days ago, I say, damn, what does this little snitch do? Mommy, daddy said, damn. Now I got two people against me in the house. There's only three of you. 
Exactly. The dogs have been against me. I mean, you can count on that. Because I don't let them on the bed, but I feel like when I leave in the morning. They're right there on the bed. Secretly, my wife lets them on the bed. That's such an easy word just to, like, let it slip out, too. Dude, it's a great word. And, like, we're talking about somebody who still, but I've worked on it some, routinely drops F-bombs. It's like I'm from New Jersey, and I just say it all the time. And I've backed it down to damn. Come on, man. Give me some leeway. I'm just glad that I think we've made it about an hour into this podcast. I don't think there's been one F-bomb dropped. I said it. Like Did you? I said I MF. I said MF. See, that's another easy one, too. Because I know my mother is going to listen to this. Not that she would care. Luckily, this isn't called disoriented dad speaking to children about life. No, but when I had to set up on how I was going to send this podcast into the universe, I'd like uh-huh. to select a category right. in, po- in podcast school. And it wanted me to pick categories and it was like father or like parenting and um, children's stories and i was like children's stories fits you chose that <laughs> no no i went with comedy because some people were i was about to say we're like, we're about a number one cancel culture if this is bedtime stories with trevor and blake and that motherfucker said <laughs> don't <laughs> hell <laughs> but yeah they made me choose a category and i think i, I just went with comedy and slash parenting which I think fits. I'm having a hard time focusing because I can't quit thinking about our first guest right now. And I just want to drop a quick story that doesn't involve his name or anything like that, but just a quick story. Was I around for this story? This was in River Club. Would he care that we're telling this story right now, do you think? I'm going to leave out any incriminating parts. Um, This man who is now a great father, great husband, and is still with the woman that he was with back in the college days when we. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Let's just say it. Rowdied with him. You know what I mean? That a noon Georgia game once upon a time and uh, we had all tailgated and game went on and it was over and his lady at the time and who is now his wife knew how to deal with him and was finally like hey man just if you want to go back with them and hang out just go of course he comes because he's one of those guys that again two beers destroyed but drinks 30 so he comes back it's what is it? Three, four in the afternoon, I guess. We got a keg. One of your friends' girlfriends bought a keg this day. I don't even know her. They brought a keg to my apartment. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly who you're talking about. We're not going to incriminate anyone. But she brought a keg to our apartment. Our future guest comes. I had had a little too much to drink. I decided to take an afternoon uh, nap, we'll call it. This is after our future guest had thrown up. I think I showed up as you were napping because I do remember this event. 
I woke up from my nap at eight o'clock. I'm considering going out. So I go in the living room. Our future guest is gone. I'm like, oh, he must have went home. I'm going to go get dressed so I can go to the bar. My cowboy boots are gone. My shirt I had laid out was gone. Come to find out, my our future guest had got a little rowdy in his clothes and decided to put on some fresh threads so he could hit tear the club up. Well, he only got rowdy because while you were asleep, I was over there. And at that time of the day, um, and I think it was his idea to just do a power hour. I'm sure it was. And that's where everything went south. Is power hour still a thing or is this like a... Nah, old... Yeah, I think they still do it. The or TikToks this... still do it. Yeah. This is, this is not our generation where you have... No, I think it's still around. So power hour, refresh me because it's been about 12 years, but that's 60 minutes worth of songs. The song yeah. changes every minute. A shot every minute. A shot of beer every minute. Okay. That's what I thought. And you end up drinking what, roughly? I think it's like six and a half beers or something like that. In one hour. Yeah. Which is, I mean, shoot. It's astronomical for me because back then, three, four beers and I was wrecked because. I held in there. Now I can go to the beach and do a 12 and build sandcastles with a kid. but Beach beers are different. They do hit different. Is this a separate subject we need to hit on later? No, no, we can do it now. Beach beers are just, they're a different beer. Beach what? drinking in general is different. It's, it's not just beach drinking, though. Well, yeah, but also you got to think about it. When you're at the beach, you got nowhere else to be. It's situational drinking. I guess you could call it that. Well, let me give you a rundown. Let me ask you. Tomorrow afternoon, you get home from work. You're sitting on the couch. You drink three beers. Right. Are you going to have a buzz? Probably not. You drink 10 beers. You're going to be pretty drunk. Right. Sitting on the couch. Just just you. Your wife might be cooking. Right. Okay. I've, uh, you mentioned the beach you're, beer. You're painting the scene. Okay, you mentioned the beach beers, and we all know like beach beers are different. All right, let me change it up here. We go to a local bar, and old boy's up there covering some bangers, son. Got some heaters? Some heaters. He's playing Curtis Lowe. Mm. He's dropping in color. He busts out a lot of boot left to fill I mean, he's busting them. You know what I'm saying? Simple man. Left and right. We got 10. We're 10 beers deep. It's 11 o'clock. He's still playing. Are you? What day of the week is this? This is a, this is a Friday night after, oh, shit. after a semi easy day at work. And we've been anticipating this event for two weeks. You're 10 beers deep. It's 11 o'clock. He's playing heaters. Are you the same drunk as if you got 10 beers deep on your couch by yourself? No, you're not even, you're not even close to ready to go to sleep yet. I see what you're saying. It's situational, dude. But at that concert, there's no way I'm only 10 beers deep. 
<laughs> I know okay. myself. I'm 10 beers deep when I show up to that concert. I am positive. By the time Because show- everybody knows Trevor's out of the shop at 3 o'clock on Fridays. I do not work. I am pissed if I have to work past 3. Hey, are we I know at- I'm 3 o'clock. I don't care if I have to work Saturday. Friday, I'm out of there at 3 o'clock. So I know between 3 o'clock and I know I'm going to concert, say concerts at 9, I'm rolling into that parking lot on my 7th, 8th beer. At 9.30. Looking for Proof. a bourbon and ginger ale when I walk in that door. Okay, maybe maybe I threw it. Maybe I threw the wrong example. Let me give you one more. And this is going to be hypothetical because your child isn't here yet. But I was in this scenario as a father, and you were there. So let's 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 say we're at a bachelor party, and you have a one year old, and that's what you've been focused on for the year. And we go to the bar, and Fireball Rob is lining them up, son. We're shooting cinnamon, baby. Cinnamon gasoline. That old big red diesel fuel. He loves it. And he will be on the show here shortly also. That's another guest we're going to have. Yes, we're prepping him. Maybe he should be week three. We got to get him time to, like, hear the dynamic of the show so he can vibe. I think he's good to go. <laughs> I'm scared. He's got to get some shit off his chest, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm scared. But you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, if you drank, if you and two buddies sat on that couch right there and drank a handle of Fireball, you'd throw up. For sure. If you're at the piano bar at a bachelor party and all you've done is dad for a whole year and, and Fireball Rob busting out fireball shots left and right and you're drinking beers in between you're gonna be all right you might take your shirt off to my pony but you'll be all right i i put on a fucking performance man dude that that was like and i left those people with something that they will cherish for the rest of their lives when i got my eyes straightened out because i was cross cross-eyed drunk you know, because I've been dad and then I like was like set free. Well, I, I start my... I start off every morning cross eyed, so I don't really care. <laughs> I got my vision straightened out and I saw you. I saw you with that seventy percent cotton, thirty percent polyester off. Sleeve in each hand, glistening. And it's like at that moment the air condition kicked on. And your sidearm hair was blowing in the wind. And I thought to myself at that moment, this is the performance of the evening right here. That piano bar, I mean, I hit it at prime time too. Those people were feeling it. They'd been to dinner. They'd had a few drinks. It was like, what, 11, 30, 12 o'clock? So I, don't think it was, I don't think it was that late. I think it was about 9 10 o'clock? Probably no, it, 10. Probably it 10. Was, it was packed. It was like packed everybody just got there. Packed out house. Everybody's had two beers. At that bar. Yeah. It wasn't like it's 2 a.m. and it's shutting down or they just walked in and hadn't got their drink. No, it was, it had, was prime time for the evening. Everybody has a small buzz, but nobody's blacked out. Except me. And you put on what I would refer to as an in-sync backup dancer performance 
I don't know if I'd call it backup. I'd say main stage. Side, side dancer in one of their top three videos. Oh, yeah. If I'm making a video, because it's out mm. there forever. Music and there are videos of this. Maybe it'll get posted one day. Maybe it won't. But I do have the I do have the video. I got a new phone. I don't have it. I have it. Do you? Oh yeah. My brother-in-law if recorded the get, whole thing. If we get fifty people, hear me out, everybody listening. If fifty people message our Instagram and say release the video, we will post it on Instagram. You're shooting low. I saw. Hey, I just want to see it. <laughs> I almost said one person. If one person listening messages, I'm gonna message us on Instagram and be like, "Hey, release the video." <laughs> the video's out there. Oh man! I just remember the next night, which was the third day of my bachelor party. We went back to the piano bar. Different crowd, but at the time, I didn't put two and two together. They called me back on stage. <laughs> Round two. I give the same performance and bomb because I didn't realize that it is seven o'clock at night and these people <laughs> have, not so been drink- <laughs> have not been drinking and everybody's up there like, why does this guy have his shirt off? And we had been drinking Budweiser since 8 a.m. in the swimming pool. Good times. You can't you can't ever do something that incredible twice. It, it doesn't happen, man. No, it's like a solar eclipse. It doesn't come around often, but when it does, it's always special. Yeah, I told I told my story about why there's balls on dildos on that trip phenomenal we we will get to that at one point it full circled it was phenomenal and i i don't know that i could ever tell it that good again yeah but we'll get to that eventually i mean i'll tell the story eventually but but so we let me try to figure out how i want to word this your actions at that performance and anytime you've done anything like that, do you think you'll feel different about doing it once you're a father? Probably not. The answer is no. (laughs) I guarantee you probably not. The answer is no. Because I feel like I'm a pretty responsible person. Like I kind of, I'm very people aware and kind of what I'm doing. And, like, people, I don't know. I just feel like my kid won't have a problem with. My kid's about to be three years old. And, and even if he does, he's not cool. Exactly. Like Every every day I think about, my kid's only three years old, and I got a long time to go, but I think about when my son is my age, let's say, and somebody is like, what was your dad like? Do you ever think about I mean, and you're way early in it, way early in your child's. I mean, you haven't met it yet. It's in the oven. Have you thought about like what legacy you want to leave as far as how they would respond to that? 
of what their dad was like? Yeah. Yeah, my, for sure. When my kid is 30 years old, I only hope for two sentences to come out of his mouth. Actually, one sentence, and it's like a compound sentence. When somebody asked my kid what his dad was like, all I want him to say was, he loved me, and he was a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want, man. He was a cool motherfucker. You know what I mean? Well, I just hate that he's only 30 and he's talking about you in the past tense. Let me think. He's about 33, so 27 years. I'll be 57. Okay, not past tense. How was your dad when you were a kid? How about that? Yeah, there you go. Man, he loved me, but he is a crazy son of a bitch. We had some good times. You know what I mean? By then, we're going to be on episode probably 2000 by then, I would think. At we least got, we got blacked out on my seventh birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He got blacked out on my seventh birthday. I mean, my stepbrothers took my 15 year old brother to the strip club. And when I say took, I mean, they had him drive them there because they were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen, man? It's going to be a ride for sure. I'm pretty stoked, though. Dude, you should be. It's it's the most frustrating test of patience and most rewarding shit all at the same time. Well, you were telling me the other day, I think we were either on the phone or it was during one of like our little try runs trying out this, you know, high dollar equipment we got for the podcast. I gave fifty three grand for this microphone. About <laughs> <laughs> about how Wrote a your, check. your your kids could bring you up and then also at the same time shit on your feet literally yeah do you yeah. want to do you want to tell that i should i was I, I was trying to tell trevor like the reward of fatherhood so it's been it's probably been a little under a year uh my son I was going to get in the shower. I was going to bathe him in the shower. We'll just get in the shower together, whatever. You know, he's a kid. He's a little kid. It doesn't matter. So we get in the shower, and I'm fixing to wash his hair, and he said, Dad, I got a little wee-wee. You got a big wee-wee. I said, you damn right, son. Go tell your mama. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he had built me up, like, my self-esteem. It's like, I just felt like. Is this the first time you've ever heard it? I ain't never heard that. I feel like a God. And I swear to God, in less than 45 seconds, I was washing my hair. My eyes were closed, so I didn't get shit in my eyes. Soap in my eyes. And I heard this noise, and I, I washed my face off real quick, and I looked, and he was grunting his face like this. And he shit right on the ends of my feet and in the drain of the shower. And for anybody that knows me knows, I was gagging like hell. <laughs> I turned that baby on high pressure and I was like, please disintegrate away. So highs and lows. They'll build you up and they'll tear you down, old son. Garner told my wife that she was his best friend the other day. You know what that does to me? Nothing. Because all I had to say was I thought I was your best friend. And all he says is, 
You are. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, never... play, you gotta play your audience. Dude, toddlers are, are the most you know how there's those people that'll act different depending on what friend they're around? Toddlers are the most influenced people in the world. When they're around mom, she's their best friend. When when he's around me, I'm the best friend. And when we're together, he'll say it to one and then immediately say it to the other so no one's feelings are hurt. Yeah, exactly. That's why, like, you always just say, like, the best advice you can give them is just to say you are. Yeah. Like, who's your best friend? You are. You are. You are. Nobody knows who you are is. He usually hits us now with who's your best who's your best friend? Mommy Daddy. Mm-hmm. Just hit it with both of them. So Well shit, man. This is episode one. You ready to wrap this thing up? Episode one. Y'all uh y'all stick with us. Give us some time. We're we're gonna be here for the long haul. Tune in. I don't know. I should have this up. It may be up tonight. I'm not sure. Boy, you wild. I'm Hopefully listen- it will. Is it conceded for me to listen to our podcast all the way to work? I don't think so. Okay, good. It's like, I mean, I'm not comparing ourselves to superior athletes, but they do watch game tape. Dude, I've heard some shit. You got to watch game tape. I mean, I've heard some podcasts, and I'm like, these people have followers? We're good, cuz. We have 100. Hold on. Let me look. Oh, we might have went up. We Hold on. Let me look. The point is, stick with us. We got a guest coming on next week. Uh, it's going to so, be. It's building. I mean, we have. Oh, we're up to 133. Son, cuz, what are you talking about? So at least those 133 people. We can only, how many people are in the world, do you think? Hang on one second. Yeah, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. I quit. We got 133 followers. How many people are in the U.S.? It's like, what, 344 million? Something like that? Yeah, so we got like 0.01% of the U.S. following us. I'm just saying, out of those 344, whatever it is, million We'll only disappoint 133 if this doesn't go. What more could you ask for? So we're still in the green, I feel like. <laughs> what more could you ask for? So nobody could say, like, the whole world hates your podcast. Because no, not no, really. Only 133 people <laughs> hate this podcast. <laughs> and all of them might not listen. So it might be like, no, nah, only 12 people. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, half full, baby. Shit, brother. Well, cheers to you. Tuesday, seven thirty. Me, you, and uh, spaghetti. Well, it's not live, so they can't. They won't be here. But I'll That's be right. here. Hey, Tuesday, seven thirty. All right, brother. Holla at me, man. We'll see you. <laughs>